Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our Fairview Family Ministry podcast. My name is John. I'm the family pastor here at the church, and we are so grateful that you are here with us today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about Lent and why we should celebrate Lent, what we can expect out of it, and some resources that we have for you as you lead your families in this Lenten season. So without further ado, let's jump in. Some of you, this Lent season may be new for you. If you grew up in traditions that normally didn't practice Lent, then you may ask, like, what is that? What is Lenten season? Maybe you think it's lentils, like I did when I grew up. So I was like, why are we eating soup all the time with lentil season? No, it's Lenten or Lent season. And this just stands for a time where you are being intentional in your own relationship with Jesus to prepare your heart for Easter. And oftentimes this looks like giving up something, something that might be good, uh, in order to focus intentionally on Jesus. And oftentimes, or it could be adding something into the rhythm of your life that you normally do that you should do that will help you to love Jesus. So that could be like reading your Bible or reading a psalm a day or something like that. The whole point of Lent is to be intentional, to focus our minds on who Christ is, to look at Easter uh, in preparation for Easter with expectation, allow God to move um, in a more focused way in our lives. Just like anything, if we're intentional about a particular project, we set aside time or discipline to make sure that project can get done. Uh, we are normally uh, more efficient, learn more when we have some intentional time. And that's the point of Lent. It's about a time where we can pour ourselves into God and receive from him the blessings that he has for us on Easter as we prepare our hearts for that. I believe that God does major work during the Lent season. I believe he really shows us what it means uh, not only to love him, but to sacrifice for him. I think for me, the Lent season allows me to remind myself that it's okay when I don't get my way. And so, for example, this year, I'm giving up sugar. So that could be something you can do. I'm giving up excess sugar. And so whenever I drive by Donut Palace, the greatest donut shop in Lebanon, uh, whenever I drive by Donut Palace and I want to go get a donut, I say no. I choose not to eat it. And I remind myself that self-control is a good thing. And you can practice this with your own kids and remind them, hey, it's okay when you don't get your way. And it just helps develop that virtue in your life. And so that's what I'm focusing on. You can focus on something else this um, uh, Lent season. Uh, you could be focusing on reading scripture. So if you remember last year, we did these Lent guides focus on scripture. And you focused on uh, reading through the book of John and, and practicing disciplines. This year, our Lent guides for the church are focused on prayer. And so we're going to be focusing on not only what God uh, made in the past in the garden and perfection, how it's screwed up now and it's broken and we see evidences of that all throughout our world. We're going to catch a vision of what it will be like when God remakes the heavens and the earth. But then we're going to talk about how you and I can actually be a part of that change now, here, right now, in the time that we live, to bring a little bit of heaven here to earth and allow us to transform our communities, our families, uh, areas of difficulty, because we are Christ followers and that's what he calls us to do. 
And so that's going to be the drive behind this Lenten guide that we have for you this semester and over this season. And so you can pick and choose what you want to do. What the beauty of Lent is that it allows us just to express ourselves to God. And so you know yourself, you know the areas of of where you want to maybe grow in your relationship with God. And this allows you to have a time where you can specifically focus and do that. Now, with these Lent guides that we provided, I want to encourage you to do them, especially if your focus is prayer, because it's going to have a prayer for the week. The prayer for this week um, is going to be something that you're going to want to pray every single day. Now, you pray more than that. I hope you're praying more than just this short little prayer. But the prayer section in your devotional guides that says prayer for this week is meant to be prayed every single day. And before I jump too far ahead, I want to remind you that today is Ash Wednesday. Uh, So the day that this um, podcast comes out is Ash Wednesday. Technically, today is the start of week one, and it goes until Sunday, and then Sunday starts week two. All right? And so you get kind of like a half a week with week one. But regardless, if you just start today on week one, and you just kind of do every Wednesday, you'll just end up finishing the Wednesday after Easter, which is totally fine. But normally week one is only a half a week for the Ash Wednesday uh, week. So I just want to remind you there. There's also a true false question that's meant for kids in the devotional guide. These are simple biblical truths. So you ask what's in the bold. So for example, on week one, it says prayer is only about me communicating to God. And so that would be false. And then you just read the little prompt there. Prayers about communicating to and with God in prayer. In prayer, we offer our requests, but we also remember and thank God for who he is and what he has done. It is a time where we should receive more than we demand. Try taking moments this week to stop and listen to what God is trying to communicate to you. It's not just about me communicating to God, but it's about God communicating to me. And then there's a family activity, and so there'll be a different family activity each week for you to do. Uh, so if you have kids, it might be like play with Play-Doh and make reenact this scene, or it might be make a make a meal for a neighbor. It really just depends on the week, and you can do those. You can come up with your own, but it's just a way for you to be able to do something together as a family to remember uh, what you're practicing in this Lent season. If you need some examples, uh, maybe some things that your kids can uh, do for Lent, uh, here's a couple ones that I think can be pretty helpful um, or could be a challenge, at least, for kids. First is no dessert, no treats. That's difficult, or maybe no snacks. Um, as long as there's not a health issue there, you might say, hey, we're going to limit the snacks or limit the treats that we might give um, the or the, the dessert. You could say, hey, before you do anything in the morning, you have to have scripture time. So scripture before screen is always a great thing that we should probably build into our rather regular rhythms anyways. But that could be a good one. And so, uh, for example, with our boys, we're saying, hey, in this Lenten season, before you turn on the TV, before you read any other book, before you do anything, we want you to spend time in God's word. And so for Mason, that might just be flipping through uh, a the Jesus Storybook Bible and looking at the picture. This morning he woke us up to because he wanted to watch TV. So he woke us up with his Jesus Storybook Bible to read him a story. Um, and so we did that and uh, <laughs> early this morning. But it could be a bunch of different ways. Jonathan has his own Bible that he can read and, and kind of put together. Or we, have, or we have books that are focused on Scripture or books focused on the Bible, just Christian kids' books. And so Jonathan read one today that just is big words like God, King. And so he's reading those little easy books um, that he could do on his own. 
And so whatever it might be, guys, I want you to just think through what would be most beneficial for your own family during this season of time and how can you move your family one step closer to Christ in this Easter season. Remember, it's a time where we get to love Jesus and allow him to pour into us, his spirit to pour into us in a special way as we're intentional into preparing ourselves for Easter. By the way, this tradition of celebrating Lent goes all the way back to the earliest days of Christianity. And Christians, as they were preparing for their baptism, would spend this time memorizing Scripture, fasting, and praying. That's what they would do as they were preparing for their baptism. And it was a beautiful picture of folks that are getting ready to to be received into the church, uh, folks who are ready to receive baptism on Easter. And so the rest of the church saw these earliest Christians doing that, uh, or these these converts to Christianity, these people who had given their life to Christ. They saw them doing this. They said, hey, let's support our brothers and sisters, and let's come alongside of them as they do that. And so that's what they did. And so it became a whole church thing to support one another and encourage, encourage one another in your relationship with Jesus to help you move forward. And so that's what we're doing. When we celebrate Lent, we are locking arms with other brothers and sisters in Christ saying, hey, I'm going to encourage you the next 40-some days to follow Jesus and be intentional. If you need prayer, I'll be there. If you need support, I'll be there. If you need encouragement, I'll be there. If you need me to smack that donut out of John's hands, I'll be there, okay? I mean, that's the that's the reality reality of Lent. It's a time where we can come together united and be together, not only as a family, like a physical family, but as a church family to love one another, to spur one another to those good works that God has planned for us. And I believe when we do that, we're going to come on the other side of Easter stronger and more disciplined and more in love with God. And that's the goal of Lent, folks. That is the goal of celebrating Lent. In your guides, I mentioned the prayer for this week, the true or false section, and the family activity. At the very end, there's a resource section as well in those devotional guides. The first one is an article that will uh, kind of explain Lent a little bit uh, better if you are still wondering what Lent is or how you can practice it. The second is a video. It's a, it's a small testimony of how an artist uses the Stations of the Cross during this Lent season to share the gospel with bicyclists, which was really cool. And then the last one is a book if you want to take your prayer to a deeper uh, level. It's called uh, Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools. Uh, by Tyler uh, Statton. And so he uh, wrote this book. It walks through the Our Father or the, the Lord's Prayer, and it will just enhance your own uh, dependence on who God is. He's got a lot of wonderful testimonies in there on prayer, and it will uh, no doubt encourage you in your own prayer walk as it did for Amber and myself. And so those are some helpful resources for you in this time if you want to focus on these areas. But Yeah, you can make it your own, but today is the start of Lent, and I'm so, so, so excited for it, and I think God's going to do a mighty work not only in my life, but in our church's life and in your life if you choose to practice Lent. As always, I love you guys. I'm grateful for you. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at jspolino at myfairview.org. And please share this podcast wherever you're listening uh, to it with friends and family, because we really believe that this is not only a ministry for our church, but it's also a ministry for those who just want to grow in their faith and parent well. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.